back to another episode of Take Care or Leave It. I'm Derry, with me as always, Danny. This Cliff Kingsbury guy, what is what are the Cardinals doing? Literally, he had a losing record at Texas Tech of all places, and then he goes to be the offensive coordinator. At, um, where was he going? UCLA? I don't even know. See, I don't even know. That's how quick it was. USC. Yeah, sure, whatever. But I mean, that's how that's how quick it was. I didn't even know where he was going. And like, you know. He didn't. He went there because he didn't expect to get any head coaching, you know, in college or, you know, high school maybe even. But no, he gets a NFL head coaching job after the Cardinals five, fire Steve Wilkes, who went three and thirteen with a terrible team, and he had much more of a resume. You could have hired Mike McCarthy. You could have hired Chuck Pagano for God's sake. Anybody, anyone other than Cliff Kingsbury. What 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 experience does he have? Is he a quarterback whisperer? No. Texas or when he was at Texas Tech, he had Baker Mayfield and Patrick Mahomes at the same time. Baker Mayfield transferred because you know he was mad because Patrick Mahomes was starting. And then Patrick Mahomes, yeah, was he good? Yeah, but I mean, look how good he is in the NFL. So that doesn't mean that you know that doesn't mean that Cliff Kingsbury helped him any. He was just a monster from the beginning. He's just a generational talent right off the bat. And so Cliff Kingsbury's not even a quarterback whisperer. What is he? He just he takes advantage of good players, and it made him look decent and he had the first losing record at Texas Tech How about that Alan Hearns injury though? Yeah, it was pretty bad. Yeah, Hearns Not is, as bad as Cliff Kingsbury. Hearns is the sound I made whenever I saw it. <laughs> I, I went <laughs> That's bad. We'll edit it out and post. <laughs> we won't. We we don't do none of that. No. It, you know, we could. I don't even listen back until but it's we're, posted. We're candid and we're authentic. We're not lazy. We're candid and authentic. You know who's not authentic? Who? Cliff Kingsbury. Gay, okay, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I should have saw that one coming. Uh, the Cowboys are pretty have, good. Yeah. They have one wide receiver now. But uh, unless Cole Cole Beasley gets better, yeah. I don't know if he will. Yeah, Cole Beasley. He died just about every play. They should <laughs> sign Brandon Marshall. Uh, I don't know if that would be. Any... <laughs> they should sign Des Bryant. Well, he can't play. Uh, you know, so they better can't than Alan Hearns. Uh, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know because they're gonna have to put Jordan Lewis out at wide receiver. Yeah, they got Michael Gallup, but you know Dak Prescott can't seem to hit him at all. No, well, Dak Prescott can't seem to hit anybody. He hits Amari Cooper, but that's only because well, it's Amari Cooper. Well, because Amari Cooper's got a good catch radius. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's why he hits him. It's mostly Amari Cooper saying, "Up, oh, this is gonna be a bad one. I'm gonna go up, up and get that. Oh, I'm gonna die for that one." <laughs> Michael Gallup, he's just, you know, he's just a normal receiver that's fast, and so he beats people. He's like, "No, nah, I can't run that down." <laughs> He's like, I'm not that tall either, See, so I can't die for I'll that. tell you why the Cowboys are going to win the Super Bowl, and then I'll tell you why they're going to lose Ooh. in this round. The Cowboys are going to win the Super Bowl because of their number five run defense in the NFL, and because they have a man named Zeke Elliott. Yeah, feed Zeke. But they're going to lose in the divisional round against the Rams because their pass defense isn't you know, as great as everyone thinks it is. It's really not that great, honestly. It's a pass rush. And they got a man named Dak Prescott who likes I to think, sabotage things. You know, I think this Cowboys team could be a lot better than what they are 
if they would just get a good quarterback. Keep, well, no, I think they could even keep <laughs> Dak. I mean, he's formidable enough. Yeah, I think if they yeah, start yeah. implementing more read options and RPOs with him, it would be not with your well, offensive coordinator. I mean, yeah, I'm, that's what I'm saying. You know, it's got to be a systematic change. But uh, yeah, whenever he stands in the pocket, he feels like he has forever. And so he takes a lot of sacks. Cowboys should um, trade up and draft Dwayne Haskins. Uh, no, they shouldn't draft any of these quarterbacks. I don't. They should I don't get Dwayne. Dwayne Haskins is gonna be good. I mean, he'll be pretty good, but I think they can wait. They don't have to trade. There's, there's only one quarterback to draft in this draft, and it's Dwayne Haskins. I don't mean they they can wait for another quarterback this year. I mean they can they, they can, can get Teddy Bridgewater in free agency. They can do that. They might as well give Teddy a try. I mean, I mean, they can't get much worse than Dak. Uh, you well, can get you can, Joe Flacco. But, well, that's pretty obvious. <laughs> you can get much worse than Dak, but yeah. you know, if you get He's, a half-decent okay. quarterback, you're, you're in da- business. I think Dak Prescott is the most average starting quarterback in the league. He's the definition of average. Yes, because yes, he's not really accurate. He can't throw a huge deep ball, but, I mean, like, there's nothing he does that's just bad. He makes he poor decisions. Yeah, he doesn't turn the ball over. <laughs> I mean, he does well, crucial he does. points. Yeah. but He doesn't turn it over often. He just yeah. does it when it matters. He does it, yeah, and he's not good in the red zone and that's the, you know but i think that's more of a systematic thing they get to the red zones kind of like the falcons they're just like all right uh we made it here i don't know what to do anymore uh don't throw it to amari cooper or julio jones let's throw it to someone else see Every here's time. the unfortunate thing about the cowboy success is that this just gets you more seasons of jason garrett on I know. the sideline i know until you know somebody uh Croaks. <laughs> Jerry Jones. <laughs> uh, yeah, we got a while, maybe. I don't know. Who knows? I don't even know how old he is. He's He and, might be 60 years old and just look that old for and also, 80 years. you know, the Cowboys are going to lose Chris Richard probably to the Dolphins' head coaching job. So I, there's the guy who turns your defense around midseason that you're losing. Yeah. I, I mean, Which I, sucks. <laughs> I'm not so optimistic for next year, and I, but I do think... <laughs> I mean, I wasn't too optimistic about this year either. And, I mean, look at this, you know. I'm not going to be one of those crazy fans like, oh, this is our year to win the Super Bowl. But I do like our matchup this week. You know, I was kind of skeptical about playing the Saints because, you know, we're going Because the Saints are to, good. Yeah. And they're <laughs> probably not going to let us, you know, waltz in there and beat them 13-9 or whatever again. They're, they're going to put up 40. That's not going to happen in the playoffs, no. Yeah. But with the Rams, we haven't played the Rams yet. And... Jared Goff hasn't been great recently. That offensive line has been banged up, and Todd Gurley's banged up. He's coming back, you know. He's not technically 100% yet. I mean, I'm still a little scared of him. But with our defense, our rush defense, I think we could do decent enough to kind of take him out of the game, which then takes the play action out, which then takes makes Jared Goff have to be a good quarterback. And if I'm... Uh, a fan of the Rams, and I have to hope for Jared Goff to be a good quarterback rather than Sean McVay's play calling or Tom McGurley setting up the passing game, I'm scared. Because I don't think you can win a game with Jared Goff being a good quarterback. See, here's what will be the downfall of the Cowboys against on defense is Demarcus Lawrence, as good as he is, he bites on play action like no one I've ever seen. He does. Because he just barrels straight towards the quarterback. Yeah, we, uh, that's why we uh, lost to the Panthers. Sean McVay is a play-action, you know, master. Mm-hmm. So 
the Cowboys are probably going to bite on that play action. So you're going to have to rely on your secondary to make some plays. I, I mean, I think our secondary can. I, I know the Rams have weapons uh, in a lot of them. So our secondary is going to have to be really good. <laughs> but I do trust in them. And uh, we have a really good D-backs coach right now. And yeah. uh, Plus Jalen Smith and uh, Leighton Vander Esch. And then you throw Sean Lee in there every once in a while. Now that's the best coverage linebacker group. And uh, probably anybody's seen in a really long time. Definitely in the league this year. But you know what the Rams have that the Cowboys don't? I mean, they got the Sean full package. Yeah, and they they got the full <laughs> package. But a lot of these teams, you know, they come in, the, these teams that score a lot, and they're expecting to do that to the Cowboys, and the Cowboys kind of lull them to sleep to that. You know, the Cowboys kryptonite hasn't so much been those teams that beat everyone this year. It's been the teams that play either similar to them or just kind of mid-row team mid of, middle of the road teams you know like the colts really cause problems but the colts aren't a team that's going to score 30 well 40 the colts points are clock eaters yeah when, when we get which the ball on the offense Cow- reich just loves to suck which is time. what the cowboys have <laughs> been doing and that's why they're beating teams 13 to 9 or which whatever we'll get to the colts a little while teams, later yeah and teams that are scoring 40 points a game whenever they only score 9 10 points you know their whole game plan has changed, you know? And they got to play f- like the Cowboys, which is like why teams in college basketball like Virginia win year in and year out because they make people play like them. And I think that's what's helped except the Cowboys UMBC. this year. Yeah, except UMB because they somehow figured it out. I don't know. But they figured it out. But you want me to tell you why the Cowboys are going to beat the Rams? Yeah, I'm ready to hear it. You see, the Rams... Their defense hasn't been the greatest all year. Once they got a keep to lead back, they switched mm-hmm. back to playing more zone. Their pass defense got better, which in you know, Dak. So you know, you know you that's never know story. what you're gonna get. <laughs> but the uh, the advantage that the Cowboys have is uh, the Rams defense gives up 5.2 yards per carry. And you know who's good at carrying a football? Zeke. <laughs> He's gonna get about 10 yards per carry out of rush. But so that's why the Cowboys are going to yeah. win if they do. Yeah, it'll be running. And if Dak can play like he did at the end of the game uh, last week, uh, the whole game this week, like I don't think the Rams could stop him because that's where you get a quarterback who he can hit on his targets, and you know he usually does. But then you get in the red zone, and where he's usually making mistakes and throwing, you know interceptions in the back of the end zone or whatever throwing away three passes in a row well now the, he's running 19 yards the rams are exceptionally good in the red zone I mean, and the rams happen to have this man named aaron donald who I can mean, cause a lot of issues yeah Dak's <laughs> probably gonna be hit a lot unless but I mean, this is where put, having travis frederick would be nice yeah because aaron donald's Definitely. probably just gonna eat joe looney just yeah you know eat pick him up and eat him he will <laughs> um if you're a smart coach, which we know Jason, you got Garrett Jason Garrett. <laughs> you would you would probably realize, you know, like, oh, all of Donald's rushes are going to be interior rushes against a backup center. Maybe we should run a lot of play action boots or run a lot of screen passes or just get Dak out of the pocket more, you know, and pretty much take Donald out of the game, <laughs> you know. I mean, if their big defensive stopper can't do anything because he's out of the play every time then well the cowboys offensive coordinator has this thing where he 
likes to go run, run, pass, no matter what, pretty much. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. A run, run, screen pass. Yeah. <laughs> or run, run, third and 13, yeah. quick slant to get yards for the punter. Yeah. That's all yeah. he likes to do. Yeah. Yeah. He, the Cowboys need to be more creative, basically. They do. They're, they... run, they're playing 80s football, which <laughs> I think is why teams are confused because they haven't seen it in, you know, 40 years or whatever. <laughs> and so, like, what is it? You're, you're running it twice but, in you a know, row? when you get to the playoffs, you're going against coaches that are, you know, typically better. Yeah. And teams that are better. Yeah. that I mean, that's the one reason I'm not, like, overly optimistic about the Cowboys' chances. But uh, I do think people are counting them out. I think people think they have the least amount of chance uh, to win this upcoming week, which I don't. I don't understand that. Like the Eagles are playing with Nick Foles, and yeah, I know Foles. Yeah, but magic, Nick Foles but, has got something. Yeah, I know. I know <laughs> Foles magic and everything, but like they barely squeaked out of there last week because of a, a barely blocked kick that missed. You know. The the Colts have a pretty good chance. I'll give them that. I mean, if any game's gonna be a blowout, it's gonna be the Eagles and Saints. Yeah, but yeah, because I mean, the Eagles don't have the defense to stop the Saints. That's why the Cowboys could beat the Saints because they have the defense to play slow and not give up so many yards to the Saints. the The Eagles don't have that. There's just something about the Saints that feels like you know. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna make it to the Super Bowl. There's just something mm-hmm. about them. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but <laughs> but don't don't count the Cowboys out as much as everybody has been because they have they have a lot better chance than what I think people are giving them. Now, if they're playing the Saints, I might be like, I don't I don't think they'll beat them again. See, the Cowboys' problem more is if they run into any of these AFC teams that are left in the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. they're a significant disadvantage because all these AFC teams like their strengths are the Cowboys' weaknesses. The the, <laughs> the one team you know would be the the Chiefs, just because of how bad that defense is. Well, that's why the Colts have a chance. Yeah. Because the Colts' defense is playing lights out. So yeah. We hold that's Mahomes what... under 25. I yeah. mean... <laughs> the Colts and the Cowboys are pretty much in the, the same boat right there, where if they get to play the Chiefs, you know, they they have a pretty darn good chance. Because, well, no, they're not going to score... The Colts and Cowboys them, are very similar this year. Yeah, which I think is why the... Colts were able to shut the Cowboys. The out only cause... difference, really, is that we have Andrew Luck, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. who's a better quarterback than Dak. But then you guys don't have Zeke. But we don't have Zeke. Yeah. yeah. So that's your guys' running game, isn't? Well, we adopted much. the offensive line. That's kind of yeah, yeah. We kind of took the Cowboys' offensive line thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Marlon Mack is exceptional. Well, that boy ain't but... getting touched for twenty yards. Yeah, that's why he's <laughs> so. But God, I'm so proud of them. I, I, I like the Colts. You know? No matter what happens, it's a good year. I'm proud of them, too. I would like to see Colts-Cowboys Super Bowl, but I don't think that's going to happen. Ooh, the podcast would be lit. Oh, it would. We'd have a party or something. <laughs> it would It would get wild in here. We'd have to bring Lucky in to celebrate. Oh, yeah, we would. My dog. He can't come upstairs, though. He's broken hips and stuff. <laughs> He's like RoboCop right now. Yeah, he got ran over. He got that steel pelvis and whatnot. Yeah, he got ran over, and now his plates are all bent, and there's a screw barely hanging on. We don't know why. We don't know what happened. I guess he was jumping downstairs and stuff like he wasn't supposed to. Or up, I don't know how he was getting down the stairs. Oh, lucky. But he did something. Mess it up. Man, who knows what he got into. He's not the brightest uh, 
tool in the shed. <laughs> the brightest tool in the shed. Yeah, no, that's not the same, <laughs> but that's what I like to say. Uh, Colts are winning the Super Bowl. We'll see. You ready for a seamless transition? Yes. Uh, impeccable segue? Wait, I got one. I got, I got okay. it. I got it. Speaking of the Sixers. Yeah. That's exactly <laughs> where I was going. I mean, the first news is... That's how you transition right there. Not the news we've been hearing first, but it's not. It's also not the news that's as relevant. But uh, Landry Shamit is my daddy. <laughs> Landry no, Jamie Sh- Terry is. <laughs> yeah, he's my dad. He's not, you know. <laughs> Landry Shamwet. Landry Shamwow. Because he's, he's soaking up them threes. That's a bad joke. Landry Slamit. That would be better if he was a dunker. But he's a shooter. He scored twenty nine points. He had one good game. He's had he's had plenty of good games. He hasn't had this kind of good game, but he's had plenty of good games. You know, he's like he's like miniature JJ Redick. I wouldn't go that far. He's not that good yet. But JJ Redick wasn't that, wasn't this good back then. You, know? you Sixers fans get so excited. Hey man. Hey whoa. Over okay. everything. Landry Shamit's been consistent, and that's important because we don't have. Where's the Where's your injured rookie? Now. Uh, he's gonna be good. Zara Smith. What well, you said that about Markel? Okay, he still has a chance. He's better than Lonzo. People. people he's a better free throw shooter. That's the problem with Markel. That's why everybody says he's a bust because he can't shoot. But he's shooting better than Lonzo. Everyone knew that Lonzo was a terrible pick. Uh, everyone knows. I don't. I don't hear it. All I hear is, "Wow, Lonzo's really good at passing." Well, people are stupid. Uh, get over it. You know, he passes up open layups. You know who else is good so. at passing? Corey Joseph, and he only cost the Pacers $6 million. Hey, Bismack Biombo was really good in the playoffs one time, and he cost the <laughs> Magic $17 He turned into million. a $17 million four-year contract. Yeah. Bismack Biombo is my hero. He's smart. He's a smart <laughs> businessman. You get a bunch of money, and then you, you don't yeah. even have to play. You just sit on the bench. Well, he's on the he's on the Raptors now again, isn't he? No, I think Where's he's he still with like, the Magic. I th- hold on, wait. I think he went back to the Magic after that big contract. And now he's or back to the Raptors, and I think now he's back on the Magic. Either game. way, boy making money. Yeah, but it was all because you know he had a decent series against LeBron one time, and they're like, "Oh, he's played well for seven games in his whole career. Let's give him." Well, 17. that was the that was a product of the salary cap inflation yeah. that one year that it jumped like forty million. Yeah, yeah. Shamit will not be that though. He'll he'll be a good guy. You know, he's gonna be good. He'll be a good I, role I, player. I. Yeah, he will. I think I think he can step into that J.J. Redick role. I mean, not this year, maybe not next year, but he'll get there in a couple years. He's a I year think. away from being a year away. Yeah, he's not away. He's a year away from being a <laughs> year away. He's two years away. Maybe maybe in one year, you know? You get him back next year, maybe Markel's playing all right again. I'm still hopeful. Or we trade him, you know? There's, there's only two options there. Uh, and then we get Zyre Smith in, and so like... That opens up the floor a little more. We got another driver. You know, we got more depth. Okay. All right. J.J. Redick, he might be gone. You know? We might did not decide to pick him back up next year because we got Shamit. Well, then Furkin he'll just go Cork to the Warriors. Must. I mean, he might. <laughs> I'm okay with that. You know, get your rings. J.J., you deserve them. The Warriors ain't going to win the championship this year or next year. Huh? Uh, That is pretty hot. That's spicy. Uh, we got Furkin Corkmoss. He's not you consistent. You just wanted to say that. Yeah, it's it's Firkin <laughs> fun to say. <laughs> Firkin is Firkin incredible, dude. 
He can really uncork Maz that deep ball. I'm out of puns. <laughs> I'll think of more. But <laughs> don't think of more. He's un- he's inconsistent. Inconsistent. He's inconsistent. <laughs> and it's freaking frustrating. But he if he could get consistent, he would be right there with Shamit. He'd be right there with Reddick, and so that's I think that's kind of in the direction they're moving. They want to kind of get him in there a little more, and I think they don't want to pick up Reddick next year. I mean, they might, but think about how many shooters they would have if they picked him up, and they just wouldn't have anywhere to put him. They need more more big men because right now, people like Jonah Bolden and Amir Johnson. I got a big man you can trade for. You're gonna say the Simmons first Sabonis trade again? Yep. That's not going to happen, right? We need Simmons. He's it would work one. great for the Pacers. He's the piece that we need. We need him, Butler, and Embiid, okay? We need them. And then we just got to surround them with, with Shamit. Okay, that's a good one, all right? Zaire Smith, I, I'm hoping he's going to be a good one. I mean, it's just his foot. So Lonzo Ball. No, he's not coming back. Uh, I mean, he's never going to Philadelphia. Uh, Korkmaz, if he gets consistent. If not, we trade him because there's dumb people out. We can trade him for Bradley Beal. Okay, we can put a package together. Get Bradley Beal. All right, so now we got Bradley Beal. Okay, Reddick's gone because he was in that package too. I don't know why the uh, Wizards did it. The Wizards but they're would rebuilding. never take that. They're rebuilding, all right? They're but they would still up. never take that. They're There's tanking. some other team that would offer something better for Bradley Beal. They're tanking for Zion, okay? Uh, but little they know, we actually also uh, tanked for Zion. And so now we have Zion. How did you tank for Zion? Uh, we have the Kings pick. Uh, the Kings are good. Yeah, I, but, okay, so the way it works, <laughs> okay. Actually, I don't know, I think. These Sixers fans are the worst at conspiracies. <laughs> no, 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 this is good. All right, so, actually, the way it works is if the Kings make the playoffs, like, all Sixers fans are Kings fan right now, because if they get, make the playoffs, the Sixers get the pick. But if they don't make the playoffs, they're a lottery team, then the Celtics get the pick. But that's not a high enough pick to get Zion. Okay, well, we're going to trade it in another package deal, okay? And we're going to get rid of Muscala and uh, Bolden. No one's going to take that. Yeah, because they're getting a first-round pick from the Kings. But you have to trade for the first pick. Okay, well. Or top three. They're going to take it, okay? (laughs) It's a three-team trade, okay? This is how it goes, okay? Three-team trade, okay? We get rid of Redick. And Cork Moss, okay, and they they go to the Wizards, and the Wizards trade us Beal and their first round pick that they're tanking for, okay. Then we also trade away Jonah Bolden, um, and Mike Muscala, uh, to someone, and they send players to the Wizards. We don't get anybody from them, okay. We we just trade those guys away, and then so because we got the first pick and Bradley Beal, we don't care because we're gonna be really good, and then we get the we get Zion. Or, I mean, if we do get Zion, though, actually, we might not want to do that because if we get Zion, he'll be out the first year. So we don't want to do that. We actually want to trade for him during season so he's not technically our rookie. But we'll figure out how to do that. We'll make him look bad or something, you know? And people are like, oh, Zion's a bust. Then we'll go pick him up. And then, all right, so here's the lineup. Okay, we got Simmons at point guard. Okay. Then we got uh, Bradley Beal. Then Jimmy Butler. Um... Landry Shamwet, Shamwet, and then uh, Joel Embiid. Okay. So you're playing a point guard. You're playing a six well, nine see, point guard. It doesn't matter. Three guards and then Embiid. Okay. Well, it doesn't matter on offense because I mean, 
you got Your Sullivan defense Shears. defense would be atrocious. No, 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 because Simmons can guard the power forward. See, that's where it doesn't matter. Simmons plays point guard, but he's technically going to be a power forward. And, you know, we can Shamit can come off the bench. You're going to start Shamit over Zion? Well, remember, okay, Zion, if we draft him, is going to be hurt. And I also forgot that I said that we traded for Zion. So Zion's <laughs> actually playing power forward. <laughs> okay. So then off the bench, th- this makes You'd my be case better. You'd such a great GM if everyone would be. just follow what you said and well, didn't ask any questions. You see, all I have to do is say please, okay? <laughs> no, I it's say, not. Yeah, yeah. I would just go to Scott Brooks or whoever the heck is in charge of the Wizards. I don't know. Mark Cuban. Uh, he's the only owner I know. Uh, and I say, hey, you guys suck anyway. Pretty please. And they'll be like, oh, sure. What if I give you some realistic traits? No, no, no. Hold on. I got to get through my lineup. Okay. Oh, so we got my starting five. Okay. Then off the bench, we have TJ McConnell. You know, think about how good he is. Zaire Smith. I forgot all about him being there. <laughs> Landry Shamit. Okay. Um, We still have Amir Johnson. I don't want him. So we probably let him walk. Okay. We, we let Amir Johnson walk. So we can pick up more players. You trade um, him to Houston for James Harden. No, that that won't be possible. That's not physically possible. Well, we don't have please. the cap space. Well, we don't have the cap space. Though. Oh, that that's what would hold you back. We would have to talk to Adam Silver for that, but uh, that won't that won't work. Uh, so who do we pick up? Um, <laughs> we get Dario Sarge again. Okay, Dario Sarge <laughs> comes back. Okay, and then we also draft a guy in the second round that nobody was really looking at, but he's actually pretty darn good. Juwan Morgan. We get Juwan Morgan in the what? second. I don't know. He's the first guy I could think of. Okay. <laughs> maybe we get Romeo somewhere. Brandon Bowen. It'll be, maybe we get him. Uh, who, who Brian, whatever his name is. Uh, I'm trying to think of... Uh, I think Porzingis wants to walk. Uh, maybe he'll oh sign for... Oh, my God. A, a, Durant a small... signs with Sixers in the offseason? I mean, he might. Maybe Draymond, you know? Uh, him and Embiid would be a powerful Draymond's duo. Draymond's destroying the Warriors. You don't want Draymond. Uh, yeah, but him and Embiid together would just... The league would implode. Uh, maybe... No, Montrezl Harrell will want a big contract now. What? Are uh, you trying to get Montrezl Harrell on um, Man. Who are some good... I mean, I would say Bialica, but he already, we already tried that, and he didn't want to come here, and he just left. So he's probably not coming. Uh, maybe we get D- Dwight Howard. I know he's past his prime and he's a little, little old and you stuff. You do that. No, that would be all right. You do that. You get Dwight Howard. <laughs> yeah, I want to work. Tristan you Thompson. You get Dwight Howard, and Joel Embiid on the good. same team. It would be hilarious. No, it wouldn't. It would be a disaster. <laughs> It'd be, well, anyway, that's my that's my ten. You know, you really only need eight to be pretty good, as long as it's a strong eight. But we got ten if we need them, so we can rest. You know. Maybe we can convince Kevin Garnett to come back and play 10 minutes a night. No back-to-backs. Yeah, he'd be all right. Okay, that was a completely useless conversation. (laughs) What about some realistic trades? I think we accomplished a lot. What about Simmons for Luka Doncic? Um, hmm, let me see. What's Doncic realistically fit in with that lineup? I forgot Foles is back. Foles? Nick Foles? Fultz. No, no, Foltz. Foltz. Unless Fultz we is... trade Foltz. Doncic would be a better fit than Ben Simmons the in the Sixers' pick. offense. No, because then we wouldn't have a point guard. Doncic than... is your point guard. I mean, he's all right. He's all right, man. I mean, I, I, I'm, talking like about, I'm talking about. A, I'm talking about a playmaking. I mean, he's good. He's good. 
He's a lot better than Trey Young. The Hawks are stupid. I mean, I ain't saying that. I mean, Trey Young provides more space. No, the Hawks but... blew that. The Hawks blew that entire draft. I will. They give had you Luka that. Doncic, and they traded him for someone who threw two spots lower. They just blew that draft. They completely messed that all up. I mean, I'll give you that. Yeah, I'll tell you they could have had Doncic, but I'm saying I know what they wanted out of it. I know well, they like, wanted the wrong spacing. thing. Well, they wanted the wrong thing. Yeah, I'm not saying it was smart. You've seen Luka Doncic step back? Yeah, he's deadly. Yeah, I know. I know he's good and all, but... He's better than good. Okay, he's really good. <laughs> but he can't play make like Simmons. Yes, he can. No, not like Simmons. Nobody. He can shoot? Uh, he can shoot, yes. Which Simmons cannot. Okay, that's that's where he's got him beat. That's it. And maybe a Euro step. But no, no, not even a Euro step. Not even a Euro A step. crossover? No. The step back? Have you seen Simmons' yo-yo? Have you seen Simmons' step back? Okay. No, because he doesn't do it. He's got good turnaround J coming up. He's going to keep getting better at shooting. Call me when Doncic learns to dunk on three centers. I don't know what he doesn't three need centers to. He'd in the game. He'd just stop but... at the three-point line, do a step back, and nail it. So he'd get more points. <laughs> That's why we got to get Bradley Beal. Actually, you know what? Scratch. We're not trading for Bradley Beal. We're trading for Doncic. Don't know how we're going to pull it off, but we're going to convince them. <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> that Fultz is really, really the real deal. Now, now his you know, shoulder's fixed. Bradley Beal would be realistic. You'd have to give up either Simmons or, you know, what's left of your bench. But I forgot. Kyrie wants to come to the Sixers. No, he, he doesn't. Told, <laughs> he told Embiid to call him. <laughs> I forgot all about that. Okay, so this changes everything. There wouldn't be enough money for half of this team. No, okay, look. You already have They're, six max players they on this are. team. <laughs> okay, well, luxury tax, for one. Uh, you couldn't afford that much luxury tax. Uh, Philadelphia's booming. Um, let's see. <laughs> Every dollar uh, is we'll like... Start, look, Sixers fans are crazy. They're the best fan base in the NBA right now, uh, according to numbers. Uh <laughs> God. We'll start a GoFundMe. You literally just said, according to numbers. Yeah, we'll start a GoFundMe. Uh, that's more numbers. There's a cap It's room. called Big Cash. There's a, there's a cap. Uh, I'll make a call to Adam Silver. I think and I he'll get, hang up. <laughs> I think we get a baseball deal going on. I think we get a soft cap. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. By the fourth max player, you'd hit the hard cap with the luxury tax. So, this team's impossible. Hey, we'll just no, we'll just go straight soft. We'll just go baseball, you know, where you can play players like Homer Bailey, one hundred five million. You know. <laughs> well, that was over like eight years. It was six years. There was a bad contract for baseball, and in basketball, that's like what a median player's making right now. Yeah. Uh, but the Sixers, I'll figure out a way that they don't have cap space. Uh, and we'll get Porzingis too once that happens because he wants to leave. We won't get Durant because we don't want that. That's too much drama. That's too many big stars. We can't have that. We'll convince them that they're all going to the Knicks though. And then he'll go to the Knicks so that the Warriors aren't as good. But actually, who cares if the Warriors are good because the Sixers are even better and it's just going to be the greatest basketball teams of all time just going at See, each other. See, but this is where you're wrong because what you failed to realize 
was that this offseason, Kevin Durant actually, you know, Draymond signed with the Sixers, but Kevin Durant signed with the Pacers. And then after he signed with the Pacers, he called LeBron. He Why said, hey, it? we got something going here. And then the Pacers traded Kylo Quinn in our 18th pick for LeBron James. Okay, th- that would work for any other team except for, like, you know, the Pacers. No, the, who the, wants to live in Indianapolis? No, the Pacers don't have any. No, the, see what they did is Jim Irsay sold the Colts for $700 billion somehow. Cool. And he donated all of that to the Pacers. But And then the still... Pacers got $700 billion. And then... They freaking Still, put Larry Bird in a time machine, run it back, and then they get prime Larry Bird. And then they got LeBron James. And then they got Kevin Durant and Victor Oladipo. And then they got the GOAT, DeMontis Sabonis. And they just win every championship for the rest of their... Oh, and they traded for Giannis. I forgot about that. Giannis is the sixth man. All right, you're just getting ridiculous now. <laughs> okay. My theory was at least believable. Okay. What mark are we at right now? 32 so we just wasted 32 minutes of someone's life no they'll like it all right they'll <laughs> my theory is gonna get somewhere your theory's going nowhere yeah i'm gonna tweet it at all the sixers twitter people they're pretty active okay they follow my main account so i'll get them to see this and they'll like my theory i think you can trade markel fultz to the pacers for devonta service final offer Markel Fultz for DeMontis Sabonis? Yeah. Okay, if you guys tank and throw in a first-round pick so we can get Zion, too, I'll take it. Well, if you all give us Simmons so we can trade him for Doncic, then it's a deal. Mm. But then Simmons, We'll take Mike Muscala yeah. off your hands. I'll, we'll just give you Mike Muscala. <laughs> <laughs> you can just have him. You don't have to give us anything. The you Sixers just should just buy him a plane ticket to somewhere. Ugh. Jeez. He just, like, lands in Charlotte, like, hey, the Sixers said I work for you now. <laughs> Imagine thinking you're about to have Bialica, and then he walks on you, and so you got to go get Mike Muscala. I thought he was a good idea for a Sixers, while. If you're the Sixers, would you pay his salary just to get him out of there? Nah. He's got a pretty small salary, maybe. <laughs> I mean, the Hawks did that with uh, Carmelo. Carmelo, so... <laughs> the Hawks... <laughs> this whole offseason for the Hawks was them just messing everything up. I think they did on purpose. They paid Melo $17 million to leave, and then they (laughs) traded for Trey Young. They traded Luka Doncic for Trey Young. I think they did it on purpose. There's going to be a 30 for 30 on this Hawks team and how bad they screwed everything up. (laughs) Let's record one next week. That'll be our thing. Just a 30 for 30. We'll figure out how how bad the Hawks screwed up this offseason. Yeah, we don't really know how to do all that editing stuff. uh, Remember when Al Horford was, like, really good on the Hawks? Yeah. Remember when he was really good on the Celtics? Now he's just all right. Remember when Josh Smith was good? Oh, that's what Zion's gonna. And then he was on the Rockets shooting corner threes. Yeah, (laughs) I think that's what's gonna happen to Zion. To be honest, the problem with Zion is the first like he's coming into the league where everybody's already shooting threes. Where Josh Smith, everybody was transitioning to that, so he tried to do that. So maybe we're gonna go back to dunking. I I think that's where it's going. I think it's going See, there. the problem with Zion is the first time he gets, like, one reoccurring lower body injury, it kind of puts a whole damper on what you're doing. Yeah. But, see, I think we're going back to dunking. I think that's how they're going to beat the Warriors. Somebody's but you got to have shooters. Shooters shoot. Mm, that, see, that's what the theory is now. So they're going to think, how in the world can Ben Simmons, Giannis, and Zion, and Dwight Howard, I don't know. I was trying to think of people who can't shoot. No, DeAndre Jordan, that's better. I'll beat the Warriors. Well, they just dunk on them. 
that's just the whole game plan. It's just somebody assembles a team of just people that can't shoot. They can only dunk. But if the Warriors hit threes and you keep hitting twos, the Warriors win. Yeah, but see... That's how math works. A three is worth more than two. But you don't let them shoot as good of threes. Every three for Steph Curry is a good three. That's why you go for the ankles. He's got bad ankles. Glaring weakness, if you ask yeah, me. Yeah, but then you I still got Clay Thompson. Charlie. He's got to not dribble, so make him but dribble. But you see, the Warriors got their secret weapon off the bench. Kevin Looney. I think it's Kevon. Same thing. I think I watched him miss a wide-open layup in the le- the finals last year. Yeah, but he ain't shoot threes, though, because they don't want to unlock that until they have to. Ah, the Warriors have you know, figured out. No, the fact that the Warriors are getting boogie, you know, I just completely set in a couple of weeks ago when they said he was coming back. It's just wrong. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, it really is. When There's they got no him in the offseason, I was like, oh, he's going to be injured. He's going to come back. But now I realize if boogie comes back anything half decent to what he was, that's just illegal. Even if he doesn't, they're still the Warriors. Our only hope is that Draymond single handedly blows this up, which I think he's working on. I think Durant. Draymond would be my favorite player of all time. I think Durant's the one doing it. Uh, well, Draymond started Durant. Ma- being yeah, there. you know, he is. And Draymond shoots with a backpack on. Yeah, and Durant's a baby. You know, we were going to talk quack. about. We were going to talk about uh, you know, Butler quack. and Simmons. But uh, we did. Kind of. And then you went on a tangent. <laughs> Tim Tebow's engaged. Good for Tim. A nice, handsome the man. The runner-up in Miss Universe. What a handsome man. Miss Universe is weird. Like, no aliens are ever invited or anything. I don't know why it's not just Miss <laughs> Earth. It doesn't have quite the ring. Yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> the Levitar show this morning was talking about the comedy Mount Rushmore. Comedy Mount Rushmore. And I was in on the conversation, you know. I mean, they didn't mention some of the big names I liked. But, you know, I understand. Uh, but then Stu got pulled up a list from Rolling Stone. I decided to look at that. Amy Schumer was number 43. So That's a crime. Their she Mount, should be in the top 20. Their Mount... Oh, my gosh. Their, Let the joke sit. Uh, <laughs> uh, their Mount Rushmore <laughs> is out the window now because Amy Schumer was on the list that they pulled from to say, Hey, look, this is these people. I don't want to make a definitive list because... we No, we're making a definitive oh, list. Oh, whoa. Can I talk about my Mount Rushmore first? Just my my comics? Sure. Uh, yeah. my, the, the four that inspire me? Sure. I forgot them all, but... uh, <laughs> There's Norm MacDonald. Okay. I think I remember him now. Uh, Rodney Dangerfield. <laughs> the one-liner king, man. Caddyshack. Well, okay, but... We're just talking about stand-up. Caddyshack was lit. Don't, don't <laughs> act like it was bad. It was a good movie. It was. It is because Rodney Dangerfield. Yeah, one of my favorite jokes of his is the. Uh, yeah, I can say it. it's no bad words. Uh, he said. Uh, he said that. He said me and my wife decided we were only gonna start smoking uh, after sex. Uh, I've had the same pack I've had since uh, twenty years ago, but she's up to four packs a day. It's better when he tells it. <laughs> uh, let's see. What? Who did I have? Norman Rodney? <laughs> yes. They're pretty similar. Uh, number, I, Dave Chappelle is up there. Chappelle's got to be on there. I love Chappelle. And I love how a lot of his specials, the joke he tells, like, 
at the start or like in the middle somehow works its way back and like that's the whole joke of the whole special <laughs> like i don't know how he does it to be honest i try to figure it out because he's smart yeah like what's i don't remember one of the earlier ones he's talking about that baby on the corner that's selling weed <laughs> that's a good one and then the the last netflix special the bill, the bill cosby one i can't say that one i know that <laughs> but that's really good i did not see that one coming that was really good uh who's number four i want to say his name because he's really funny but he's got that thing you know the the thing <laughs> the I can't do don't it if do I'm it laughing. Again. Don't do it again. Don't. Everyone knows who you're talking about. Yeah, you know, LCK. <laughs> yeah, I won't do it again. Yeah, okay, no. Yeah. No. I, I can't do it Keep I'm going. Laughing. Continue. Well, that's my four. Something yeah. else. Yeah. He All right, now that. we're going to make the definitive list. Stop. <laughs> Dang, he does that. Yeah. This is a family-friendly <laughs> show. Well, families won't get it. <laughs> I'll edit it out in post. <laughs> no, you won't. <laughs> now, let's make a definitive list. Oh, okay. You five don't to one. You don't want to talk about yours? No, because th- it's the definitive five list. Five to one? It's a Mount Rushmore. Uh, there's Four. five people. What's a Mount Rushmore? Uh, you know. <sighs> All right. Well, we got to have a diverse, so it's got to be one from each nationality or something. I don't know. Uh, so, Aziz Ansari, that's our uh, Asian representation. This uh, one? Bo Burnham, there's our uh, young white generation. That's two. That's two. Uh, tr- uh, Kevin Hart, there's our there's our yeah. African American. Yeah. Hey, no, dude, come on, he's up there. Chris Rock. No, dude, dude, Kevin Hart's so funny. Chris Rock, over, but Kevin Hart has a thing. Well, Kevin Hart, that was ten years. Chris ago. Rock doesn't have a thing right now. Well, yeah, Chris Rock. Does. We're using Chris Rock. He does because they're calling him Chris a, Rock for the third. No, one. Chris Rock does have a R. Thing Kelly. I was joking about all of those things. Okay, those aren't really the definitive list. I don't put Aziz Ansari in there. I mean, Bo Burnham's different, but I don't want to put him up there. R. Kelly. He's not a comedian. He's got a thing though. He does have a thing. <laughs> Chris Rock also has a thing. I don't know if you heard about that, but you know. Because he lets Louis C.K. say that. Oh, well, who oh, shoot, I said his thing. name. He, he let that guy say that one, the one word that he's not allowed to say because he's not that one thing. So people are like, uh-uh, you, Chris Rock, you're you're one of these things that's Ooh. also uh, not good for people to say. That A.B. called Ryan Clark? Uh, yes. Yes. Uh, so that's his whole thing. And if you figure that out, Congratulations! You should work it for the FBI and decoding stuff. Let's make a real list now, though. Okay, real list. Real list. Okay. Okay. Um. So, uh, George Carlin is up there. Ooh. George Carlin's definitely. I mean, you ask most comics are like, yeah, hey, yeah. "Who's your inspiration?" George Carlin. Oh, he's so funny. I can see that. Yeah. I mean, myself. Jeff Dunham. I, mean, I think it's kind of. Like, oh my gosh! Quit it! With <laughs> Stop. <laughs> uh, Richard Pryor. Uh, I never really listened to his with the afro. Sure, I never really listened to his comedy myself, but I know like Kendrick said somebody. in the song. So, well, that's not why I would put him. That's up all there, I know about Richard Pryor. Uh, he's he was kind of you know doing comedy when he can't really 
be doing anything at the time, you know. Moving on. Uh, okay, <laughs> number three. Uh, do we have to put a woman in there now? But oh, We don't have to don't put any. So. We have to put people based on their talent. Okay, well, I think Norm is in there because all these comics are like, Ooh. Norm is the funniest guy. You know, I, I know he's different and his stand-up comedy isn't necessarily. It's just storytelling, but I, I, I got to put him in there. I got to put Norm. I love Norm. And all these comics are like, Norm is the funniest guy in the world. You ask almost any comedian Norm about Norm, and like he's the most hilarious. He's an idiot. I hate him, but I love him. You know. Uh, who else? <sighs> Number four. <sighs> I don't think we can say that that balding redheaded guy with the goatee that you know. Does he deserve guy. to be on the the definitive list? He's though? good. He's real good. <sighs> Chappelle's got to be on the list. Oh, Chappelle is, but. You know, Chappelle, like, took his name out of there when he's like, you know, Richard Pryor was just me before. Yeah, but me. we're going to, but this is our list. We respect your humbleness, Dave, but you're on the list. Dave's on there? Okay. All right, Dave's on there. There's Number four. one, very clearly, like, you can't even dispute this. Like, you should just end the podcast after I say this name because it's so just, it's the definitive one. Billingvall. <laughs> 